Good afternoon. You're listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming live video on Facebook and YouTube. Just go to your Facebook page, look us up, and hit see first to see and hear all the great programs we have here on WNHHLP. And Cannabis Corner is also streaming live on the Greenhaven Media Facebook page and ProCannabisMedia.com. Welcome, everyone. It is Monday, December the 18th, 2023. Welcome to Cannabis Corner. I am your host, Joe Lachance, and I am joined here by, of course, Miss uh, the classic one, Kristen Souza in the corner there. And I also am joined by, of course, Uncle Lou. How are you today, my friend? No, we're having a good time today. We're having a real good time. It's it's the holiday season, you know what I mean? No matter what holidays you celebrate, if you don't celebrate any holidays, it doesn't really matter there. We can just keep on with the the joy that's going on in the world, right? Smoke a blunt and be happy about life. That's what I say. Create your own joy. Just be happy about the season and enjoy it no matter what you celebrate. That's right, brother. How enjoy are you the doing? Family. I'm doing good. I'm I'm recovered from the weekend. Nice. Um, as you know, Kristen and I attended the big Connecticut uh, Christmas party. You know what? And that was such an amazing thing for you guys. I actually just moved. And it's been about three years since my children have had a whole weekend with me. So it was a a special time as well. So sometimes you got to put your family first. You know what I mean, brother, man? That's what it's about, brother. Without our family, we got nothing. So take care of the business. We represented well, though, Uncle Lou. We imbibed in edibles and everything you could have. We had a really, really nice spot there. They gave us actually a kind of a little cannabis corner. It was a lounge <laughs> area. We had a couple of couches. We we're giving away free joints. We did some interviews. I got a bunch of interviews at the end. Maybe if we have time, I'll show one or two of them. Um, great time. A lot of people came out and hung out with us. We saw a lot of great people. You know, Kamora was there, the guys from the CBG Gurus, uh, Blazing Jay, Jordan from Terrapin Terpenes. And then we also had some of the dispensaries represented. We had Butter, Higher Collective was there. So it was a really nice time. Mr. One Hit Wanda, they're all hanging out. It was a good old time, good comedy, pretty funny, some of it. Um, some of it didn't really hit the mark, but that's okay. Everybody tried and that's, what's important. It's but, a good time either way. 
That's right. And we did have a good time. They had some great food there, some tacos, some infused cheesecake, some uh, great smash burgers, all kinds of stuff. And of course, the weed was flowing and everybody was glowing. So uh, <laughs> it was a grand old time. And I'm sure Kristen will tell you a little bit about her experience before we get into the events on Kristen's Corner. Yeah, for sure. No, we had a ton of fun. Um, I really liked our little spot upstairs. So everyone coming up the stairs was like, oh, is this the VIP lounge? And I fully adopted that. I'm like, why? Yes, yes it is. Yes, yes. It <laughs> is. Um, so you got to the top of the stairs. We had like some couches overlooking the balcony. And then Glenny Blanco was absolutely smoking the whole upstairs out with his, freaking, you know, that that five thing. thing. Yeah, that thing. I forgot what it's called. A gravity bomb. I don't know bomb. either. Gravity so. bomb. Yeah, you know, I like having a little like, you know, if we wanted to be quiet, we could slink over to the corner. We had a lot of people coming up. It was definitely good. And shout out to Jade. Um, it's Jade, Jade's Cakes and Catering. She does infused yes. and non-infused, um, but she'll do some, you know, private events and things and very, very good stuff. So you should check yeah. her out. Yeah, they had some good food there. It was fun. Her carnitas tacos were life-changing. Yes, and her <laughs> cheesecake, I could not eat, finish it. Yeah, totally. Because it was infused. Anyway. It was good, though. <laughs> I was cheesed out by the end of the night. Right? I don't get out much. It was a, it was a, good, uh, it was a yeah. good venture for me. And you've been sharing some photos. And like I said, I took some video. Uh, some of it isn't fit for the air because of just the <laughs> surroundings. We just Various don't want, reasons. you know. But some of them are, and I will show them. But <laughs> so... Tell me what's going on in the corner this week. Yeah, I know so it's a holiday, so we're a little slow on the events. All the Christmas parties are pretty much over, but we are not going to be on the air again until January 8th. So there are a few things going on over the break. So please uh, let us know. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, one that's still coming up, uh, like one more holiday party. It's out in Mass. I'm in Somerville. It's a a very Mary Jane Christmas. Um, looks really fun. It's going to be a cannabis tasting, a Yankee swap, live music. That's being sponsored by Bottle Bloom. Um, so really cool dispensary out in Mass. I know a few people that yes, work there. Yes, I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my friend Rhiannon works for them. So yeah, really good spot. So that is on Friday, December 22nd. Tickets are still available. So you can go to Bada Bloom 420 on Instagram and get more information about that. But it looks like a really fun time. They're also doing a sneaker drive. So if you show up, they're doing a, a you know a shoe drive for bring some sneakers. Yeah, absolutely. Clean so them first though. And Somerville's not too far away. No, not at all. Not it's at all. It's a nice little ride as long as the weather's good. I exactly. heard all these, yeah so all right that sounds like a fun time what's the date on that again uh december 22nd so okay right all right so it's yeah like thursday night all right good and what else we got coming up um and another kind of fun one so breakfast connections is coming to connecticut and they're going to be doing a new year's eve party at drip house um so that's on the 31st on new year's eve from 7 30 to 11 um, it's a members only event. So again, look at breakfast connections and drip house and kind of figure out, you know, the link and the registration and all of that. Um, but they're going to have a Mario Kart tournament, a raffle, um, free dab bar exhibitors. So another really, really good time. Um, and the tickets are available on Eventbrite and you can do that for, it looks like $30 or memberships at the so door. So that's a New Year's Eve uh party sponsored by breakfast connections who by the way i have a little inside knowledge that they are going to be coming once a month to do a pop-up to the drip house 
Oh, that's very fun. Yes. So they're going to start that. I have it right here. Home rolling. They're going to start that on the, uh, let's see. Da -da 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 -da. That's a good question. I don't know when they're going to start it, but you can find that out. Yeah, in the new year. So, all right. So good. Breakfast Connections. Great people. Paul, I know him over there well. Yeah. Um, he's a Connecticut guy and they've been doing things in Rhode Island for quite a while and it's a lot yeah. of fun. All right. Perfect. So what else? I'm trying to go in calendar order here. Um, so we have another psychedelic event coming up on Saturday, January 6th. Um, it's Mushrooms uh, and Meditation with Holly Broderick over uh, at Wholeness House in Hartford. Um, so that'll be January 6th from two to five. And that one looks really great, too. So it's just like an afternoon of mindfulness, meditation, learning about the benefits of psychedelics. Erin um, Doolittle will be doing an educational forum, just teaching folks how it can help healing with trauma. Um, Holly will be there sharing different breathing techniques and things like that. So it looks like a really interesting and just like a good event. I like both of those ladies very yeah, much. Yeah, they're great. They Look, Wholeness House does some excellent events. Yeah. One thing I know about Erin is she is a doctor. So she's and she is not in the medical Yale or anybody else. She's an independent doctor for that reason, because she doesn't really believe in what they do. And she puts on some excellent healing events, both with cannabis and psychedelics. And I always want to give her a big plug and a big shout out for the work that Aaron does up there in Hartford. So, yeah, that's a great event to check out. That's at Wholeness House in Hartford, January 6th. All right. What else we got? No, I think I only have one more and it's a little bit later in January. But since we're going to have a little time off and just for folks to be able to put it on their calendar on January 28th, um, the Rolling Stoners are hosting an event so I, I don't know if any of y'all, yeah, I'm going to say Fabio does a really good job of putting these together. So it's Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournaments. Um, and again, they're going to have food, beverages, live music. They're going to have vendors there. Um, 21 Consumption up. from what I yeah, understand. Absolutely. Yep. I went to one of these uh, over the summer and I, I really enjoy it. I like ultimate fighting and Brazilian jiu-jitsu anyway, which is a little random for me. So it was really cool watching oh, it. And the vibe there is very like, you know what I mean? It's, it's nice. Yeah. They, they've been on the I show. It's real quiet when the fights start and then it gets loud again. It's really kind of cool. Yeah. It's fun. Great. Yeah. No, we had them on the show. They're great guys. I think yeah, they're so great a stuff mixing cannabis with martial arts. It's an it's interesting great thing, plan. man. I like Great it. thing. Cannabis mixes with everything. More and more <laughs> people are learning about that. I'm going to do cannabis and wrestling soon. But anyway. <laughs> That's all, all I got. Right. Is that all you got? That's all I got today. Well, we got a great guest on today. He's probably one of my favorite guests to have on the show. And that's why I bring him on every year right around the holidays. Because he just brings that spirit with him wherever he goes. So... He doesn't really need any intro, but I'm going to give him a short, real intro because his bio is way too long to read on there. We wouldn't have any more time to talk to him. But Mr. Rick Nye, Rick is a stalwart statesman of the cannabis arena and brings a sense of openness and love to our unique growing industry. He also brings together medical and adult use industry leaders together to help bring socioeconomic reform to cities nationwide. And I just want to say, Rick Naya 
if I were to say anybody I would want to emulate and be like in this industry, Rick Naya is one of those guys. I consider him the ambassador of the cannabis industry. Yeah. So Rick, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. We love you, man. And I love the festive flowers behind you. See, always bringing it. Peace, love, Dude, and flowers. How are you, Rick? Dude, right on. I love you, brother. Very, very well. Oh. Thank you so much. That was uh, the introduction alone brought tears to my eyes, Joe. Thank you so much, brother. You know, I spent uh, my entire lifetime just trying to bring sensibility to this arena that we've created. And I'll never forget the days, you know, getting arrested and being rained on and poured on and having all the vendors look at you like this was a failure or a shit show and then continue working so hard all these many a years to see what we have you know accomplished and just to be on cannabis corner to to be a voice within the arena and be respected as you so well put thank you so very much it it touches my soul it brings a, a sense of humility to me uh, that you can't find anywhere else in this world other than the cannabis arena that we have here in New England. So thank you so very much. It's, a, it's an honor to be here with you guys. As you know, I've been away uh, for six months of this year in Ecuador uh, with our licensing of our rare genics. Uh, we have five of the six licenses in Ecuador, and a lot will be coming with my breeding program there, uh, as well as my main uh -huh. event. Our, our main cannabis delivery, our manifest cannabis companies, our, our shamanic roots and my annihilated brands are going to be coming up here very soon. Uh, I've got a several grows going right now, a lot in the and the quiet. It has been many years allowing the arena and, and helping the arena become what it's become. And now it's time for me to leave a little bit of a legacy with my rare genetics to the people who most deserve it, which are my children, the families, and the communities that really should be enjoying the cannabis that I, I've hid and I've held on to. So I'm releasing my entire vault this year. I'm in tears oh. about that. But let me just say, it wouldn't have come to this if it wasn't for the people who have believed in this voice that we've shared. Equally, you and I and many others, Louis, so many people from this arena have helped foster the same contentment for, for humanity that we're going to do everything we can at all costs, whether it's our children, our money, our personal lives, uh, to sacrifice it so that we could bring the cannabis arena to the world in a manner that's respected. And we've done that. So now it's my chance to be able to give back some love. And not only for my four life entertainment companies with Spencer Lavoie and all the big festivals and concerts that we throw all over the country, but on a personal sense with our families. And I want to be doing a lot of things where we're now. In fact, you, you guys caught me. I'm at a meeting now at Sweet Basil's and welcome and we're going to be doing some infused meals here with our community elders and all the respected people like yourselves who I want to have here with us and enjoy these new products with me so that we can continue sharing our love for one another. It's just it's a humbling honor to be, um, you know, spoken about the way I'm spoken of, but to be able to give it all back. There's no more joy that I can get than to see everybody doing well at our cannabis arena. So that's why I love I you, Rick. Man, really hard for it. Yes, you I have. Gave everything. Rick. I gave it all. Yes, you have, Rick, and we're thankful that you still have some left. Yep. And that is oh, very boy. interesting. Two things that you said. One. It reminds me of how international this cannabis plant is and how, and how universal it is. You spent six months in Ecuador, you know, trying to work on getting the cannabis, the excellent good strains out to these people in Ecuador. 
when you didn't have to. I mean, you're thinking beyond Massachusetts, beyond New Hampshire, beyond the U.S. to the world. And 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 to me, that's what I think people need to understand that this is bigger than just our local. It's worldwide, and we're part of that movement. And you're one of the leaders, and you're one of the guys who not only talks about it, but goes out and does it and shows us. You know, yeah, it's, it's quite something, you know, to be called upon uh, by a government to help establish sensible policy and rule and then be able to go down there and acquire licenses and establish yourself in a, in a foreign world, in a foreign country and uh, to do well there, to be admired and revered there as well for being what I've always been, just a diplomat, and a dignitary for cannabis and for our arena, for humanity. I didn't quite frankly give yeah. a shit about any money. You guys saw me piss it away millions of dollars a year. It's not about money. It's about that voice that cannabis needed. It has no eyes. It can't judge. Therefore, it needs people with sensible minds and sensible souls to bring sensible policies so that it doesn't hurt our communities. I think the more we get is over-regulation uh, from agencies that are trying to take money away from these uh, companies like the cannabis arena to pill for their pockets to speak on behalf of others so they can make money uh, for their own agenda. Cannabis doesn't really do that. It doesn't really have an agenda other than the four principles. Through health and wellness, we provide love and compassion and vice versa. Through, You know what I mean? So it's not, it's not something that cannabis tried to ask to be. It's always been, and it takes those of us that understand this to bring it to the very highest levels in the world as we have, whether it be the sciences, the technologies, the pharmacopoeia, uh, all of the products that these wonderful, wonderful, passionate people design and craft. Some of the best products in the nation come from New England. And I'm just so proud uh, of being able to know that I help contribute to that sensibility and to do it with pride and dignity for all people. Yeah, no, I agree, Rick. And and I think this just proves your point. You know, the cannabis community is like, you know, at least for the most part, the one place where the values of compassion, caring, healing, and love still are prevalent. Let's put it that way. Yes. And the majority of people feel that way. But not only what I, what you, and that's what you say, it's not only for the good of the plant, it's for the good of humanity. And I think that's the point. Once you get to that point, when you realize that not only are you helping the plant, but and helping people individually, you're helping the whole of humanity. And, and I could take it a step further, just like Jack Harris said, hemp can save the planet too, not just the humans, but yes. Mother Earth herself, you know? That's and so it was true. given to us from that the start so. and certain people, however we want to frame it, tried to squash it down. Uh, and now it's up to us to resurrect it and bring it to where its rightful place in humanity should be. Yes, I'm such in agreement with you. And in its rightful place as a crown of health, a crown of love, a contribution right. to humanity 
not a Scrooge that President Nixon caused it to become, not Ainslinger's medical, not any of the DEA crap, all of the bullshit, all of the lies that we've had to endure Rick, for the do last me a favor, 75 careful with years. The swearing, all right? with... Yeah, careful with yep, the swearing, I'll, I'll, right? I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I just it really annoys me to, to, to look back at what we had to fight through and to be able to do so. And in the terms and in the language of politicians, to really be able to do that was uh, it, it, it almost mind boggling. I never thought it happened in my lifetime. But yeah. then again, when you hear the calling and the voice speaks within you, you either obey or you choose not to. Those of us that obeyed, well, when people say, man, isn't it cool that we can legally smoke now? And I'm able to say, you're welcome. Exactly. And they look at me like, well, what do you mean? And I'm saying, well, you're welcome for these reasons. And you'll never, please never forget the history that was made by Luis Angel, by yourself, myself, by Dr. McNabb, by so many of us that have really, yeah. truly sacrificed our souls so that we can make it a better place for humanity, not just ourselves. That was what, man, again, emotional points for me because it is the holiday and it's the season. I've been away That's for a long right. while. I, I did a show just yesterday uh, with um, Marianne Williamson, uh, who was running for president. Oh, I love got, her. She's got some really good values and great points. And I, I, I believe that this is the message that America needs to hear. And we need to stop, stop feeding the cattle and come home and sit at the table and have meals again. Uh, we've been feeding the cows for far too long. People need to wake up and realize everything that, that, that we're being told, quite frankly, it truly is. It is a lie. And we need to really make yeah, conscious efforts so to many educate levels. ourselves, yeah. feed ourselves nutrients as close to our feet and as home as we can. Don't shop in the grocery stores down all the aisles with products that have 60 items in one product. Uh, if it has more than five to seven items with five it, ingredients, five, you shouldn't be consuming it. You can only your body only retains three percent of the macronutrients and nutrients that uh, we see within the ciliac lining. Everything else becomes a problem for your digestive tract, and that's why we don't live long because we fill our bodies with foo foo. So at this point, I think it's interesting. You know, we've come such a long way and done it in a manner that's respectful. That uh, it's time. Like I said, annihilated brands. Uh, I'm going to bring my brands out now. My my rare genomics are going to be starting to come to the communities. And I'm really looking forward just to sharing that for the future. Uh, not so much now because I'm protecting my products with patents in Ecuador. So my, 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 my genomics are so rare that even the medical industry whom are studying it, we're going to be getting letters very soon to cease and decease. You'll no longer be able to use these form of hybrids ever again, unless they're in the course they come to speak to the great grandfather and their attorneys <laughs> so that we can do the right thing. License it out. For medicine right. and, and for the future of humanity. I don't, the licensing is interesting, but what I'm going to do is I want to protect those genomics for the future of medicines for health and wellness. Uh, this has right. nothing to do with my own greed or anything. Else. I'm doing this because it's a calling that's deep within my loins yeah. from a far further place in my soul, even understands yet I walk in that path and light to know that you guys and everyone just after me is going to carry this on because they know the truth of the light does not lie within one. It lies within all, all, so of, all us. of us, yeah. all of us are being protected this way. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I've understood the calling and it was through people like you and Joe and people who just love just me being humble for cannabis and uh, gave me and allowed me to pave that way and paved it for me. 
and enlightened it through others. It's such a blessing to be uh, in my day and age now. I look back at it all, Joe, and I, I wish I could change a few things, but nah, it nah. wouldn't be the right thing. Nah, we nah. may have done some crazy stuff in our younger days, but we have made yeah. up for it a thousand oh boy, times. You know what Thank struck you. me when you said that? The calling, right? And I got a picture of the exact minute when I got the calling. Like, literally, there was a voice in my head that said, you got to go back to Connecticut. I was in California at the time. So I had experienced uh, their medical industry out there. And I wow. had yeah, yeah. And the voice yeah, you got to go back to Connecticut and help them. And I did. I got my car, packed it up, drove across country and came here and got started. And I mean, you know, that's it. It, it is you haven't a given up, Joe. And you shared every time <laughs> you've been sick. You've battled through it all. And you still contribute to the community in, in a way that even I and many of us implore, please don't stop. I will not stop until that last breath. And it'll probably happen at a festival or in one of my grow houses, but I'll share with you, I will not stop until I know, I know that those of you that know me, that when I'm gone, that you can say that was one hell of a cannabis gladiator who yes. sacrificed it all for our entire arena. Yeah. So, you know, Cannabis Corner Radio, I love you guys. You guys have no idea how you're empowering. The words that you share of me empower me to continue doing what I do. And in a right. youthful way, because, you know, cannabis, you got to be cool and groovy and hip. And if you're not, you're out. You're just an old fuddy dud. But Joe and I, we've hung in here all these years, huh? Yeah, Haven't we, we kept it. We kept the spirit, the hippie stripes, we kept I the call spirit it. Alive. You kept your hippie and now stripes. the kids use their passion and their spirits are driving us. And <laughs> I can't ask for anything better than that. You know, it's like, you know, if there is a God, thank you for just unfolding cannabis before our eyes and obeying those words. And being part of this arena, I think we fomented something here that no place on this planet has. And I'm very proud to be just a small cornerstone in that whole puzzle, you know? Yeah. And I, and I think another thing that just came to my mind is because of our efforts getting cannabis legalized and more accepted as a medicine, I believe it has opened the doors for this new psychedelic um you know trend that is going on for people to be because it's like okay if cannabis worked let's take it to the next one because people you know we on the on the ground knew that psilocybin was great for your mind but now the medical industry is starting to see it and they're studying it and i think a lot of what opened the door for that was the efficacy of cannabis medicine so I think I'm in a certain agreement to you. I, I have to agree with you, Joe, is the, our delivery, the education, the non-misinformation, information and data and research that we provide this clinical data. This was critical to educate those who fought against us. Now they're realizing that, oh, my goodness, they were right all along. Yeah. No wonder why they were the leaders in businesses. No wonder why we were the ones that were leading the way with cannabis. No wonder why we've educated politicians. Why? Because we're the brightest minds and the most loving minds that we have. Those that chose that path and accepted it. And then we deliver, like you say, we're delivering on that for our for humanity. 
So it's a blessing to be us, man. I, I got to thank God for that, man. Yeah, and, and a lot of people have asked me, and I'm sure they ask you, how do you keep going? Because I know for me, especially the activism part, <laughs> really taxing when you have to go actually talk to these legislators and and testify and do all that kind oh, of stuff God. and make deals with them and and all that stuff how do you and and to me it's it's that i feel like i'm making a difference and as long as i'm making a difference that's what keeps me going and I, i'm sure right you felt on, the dude, same thing here in new hampshire they're even tougher than us Oh, my God. What I had to deal with in New Hampshire was the most complicated, most difficult thing ever. And it's still now, even now, with them trying to run cannabis through the Liquor Commission and this and this and that, they haven't gotten it yet. They need to sit no. down with someone like me and say, Mr. Naya, you truly are an expert in this arena. You help create it. What would you do for your home state? And I would guide our state into a policy that the rest of the nation and world can look back on and go, wow. They really yes. did it right. They didn't infringe on my personal rights. They controlled it for children's rights. They received money from the Institution of Cannabis for Police Education and Children Education. And we leave the rest at home where you should be educated. Right. It's not to pilfer an industry to, to take money money from it so that you can think you're educating people because you're not education comes from home kids go to school already knowing half the shit stuff that they're going to learn anyway so it's quite interesting sorry it's quite interesting how it all really unfurls our families and our communities teach more than a school does so right. cannabis already has its and children respect it through their parents more so than they even imagined. And then now we speak about the psychedelics, which is truly, truly a gateway of help for, for many veterans, people with PTSDs and many psychological disorders. We're finding out that this truly is a life-saving tool for these people. So we continue moving forward. We're moving forward for ourselves, but we're moving forward for humanity for the future of our children's children to have sanctity and peace and not feel threatened and overburdened by government's rules and regulations. And it's just out of control. Our nation is out of control. We need to rein it in. We need to really take a step back and figure out what our message is with this failed drug war and stop throwing people in prison and ruining families and fabrics of communities uh, the way we have. We need a different approach now. And, and I think the people are starting to see that. And that's why you see more people going towards holistic alternative health. That's why you see more people going towards plant medicine. That's why you see, you know, more and more people homeschooling their kids and taking them out of public education. Because let's be real, Rick, every yes. system we're talking about. We're talking a mental health crisis in this country like you and I have never seen. We're talking about a physical well-being health crisis in this country like you and I have never seen. Mental illness, disease are running rampant. And it's because the systems that have been created do not serve the people. They do not serve the purpose that they have been meant to serve. They are not healing. They're only creating customers, repeat customers. Whereas when you look at plant medicine or any, now I'm not just talking cannabis and psilocybin. I am talking mother nature, plant medicine, 
that was used 150 years ago and there was less cancer. Yes, there were less people, but there was less disease. People died of natural causes, you know, like they froze in the winter because they didn't have heat. Well, we have all this now. And I think it's time that we have a revolution. And I don't mean a violent one, just a mental revolution in our heads to realize we have to get back to nature. That man's man-made medicines, man-made schools are not working. This no, they're not. They are not Processed working for the benefit working. of humanity. Chemicals aren't working. Just because they can extract from gasoline byproducts, chemicals, do you think we should be making those chemicals to make pills to start feeding us with? I'm not drinking gas. Why would you give me pills made from the process from gasoline and then tell me that this is a healthier alternative than nature? Nothing yeah. in this planet. There isn't a thing that nature can't do better than man. It's unknown fact. It's evolved that way as we have. Now we have artificial intelligence that we're utilizing that will say Uh, the same thing. It'll say it specifically that there is no chemical made by man, none chemical made by man that nature can't do better. So God bless us that we're natural beings and that we're stewards of this type of, of, of talk. Uh, holistic speaking, health and wellness, love and compassion. These are the things that nations are founded on. How can you be a nation of love and compassion if you're not giving love and uh, 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 providing health and wellness? When you're providing death and chemicals and foods to children with dyes and poisons and all kinds of oh. things that we consume, right? Our grocery stores, yet it's okay. It's Wake up, all that money is going to five companies. And the 500 companies that they own are the ones that are feeding us all these poisons. Yeah. We need to I'm looking stop at that. that's supposed to be natural, right? Right. And on the back, it says Unilever. Or, yeah, you know, right. I mean, come on, that's a giant corporation. <laughs> Unilever is probably one of the most corrupt, <laughs> benign parts of our political landscape that that exists they pilfer out probably 100 to 200 million dollars a year just to re-elect people who allow them to get away with with the stuff that they poison us with telling the fda then the dea that this is okay and that these products are fine in small doses but what they don't tell you is that they're highly addictive and you eat so many of them that it's causing tumors in your stomach and you're having major problems that they're going to now Claim to cure you, yeah, they're gonna help yeah. you with pharmaceutical industry. <laughs> yeah, it's right? very, very circular because they'll get you addicted to opioids. But guess what? We have methadone, we have suboxone, we make that too. <laughs> to your point with the Unilever, is that something how this goes? I think I think it's going to be really interesting here in the next few years uh, with the new presidencies that are coming and how our nation is going to react now with Trumpism, Biden's bygone and just our nation needs a true, a real leader. And, and, it, and it doesn't have to be with money. It just has to be with truths. And yes. I think if someone steps up in truths with love and compassion and slaps him with the white gloves, the nation is going to wake up and go, hey. These people are right. They're speaking the right language. You guys are the problems. And we work for you idiots. And we're making you wealthy. And it's taking away you son of a guns. And we need to take our nation back 
in yes. a holistic manner and, and start bucking uh, all the big pharmacopoeia companies. And any House representative and any senator or congressman that's getting money from pharmacopoeia, let's boycott their ass. Yes. Let's boycott them. Let's call let's them out. Let's call them out. There's publicly available information. I think we should get the list of the names of those candidates who are getting those types of monies and start bringing their names out to the forefront and lambasting them as as basically terrorists of the American people. Yes. Because they really are. They're terrorizing us with lies and poison for for money. So that's the same as the cartel working on us legally. We need to slap these people in their mouth, right? Or accounts, their pocketbooks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to just to yeah. show how corrupt and nepotistic this system is. If you look look at the foods that are allowed here, but yet banned in every other country. 95% in of the, the world. world. Right. <laughs> It's terrible to see that the FDA and the DEA and the things that they do, what they do to go beyond their own rights and then lie about these things to manipulate the feeble minds of of those of us who are in queue, so to speak. So, yeah, we need to keep educating our kids, letting them know, go to Holistics, go to Holistics, go to the health food store, go to the nature aisle. Don't go to the pharmacy. Don't buy from CVS and Walgreens. Buy from farmers if you can. Buy from farmers, local farmers, people that you can trust and know. Provide them with the feed. Hey, here's $250 worth of cow feed for the cows that I'm going to buy from you and help you feed your family properly. We need to learn the barter system all over again. All over. That's what I say. Go back in time. Absolutely, Joe. And it's going to be people like me and you, the elders, and and like her and Joe, those of us to teach these younger generations to stand up for these things and say, we've had enough of them. Look what they did to our parents and grandparents. That's right. They're trying to do it to you kids. Don't let them. Yeah, they've taken it to an extreme now because the division in this country is greater than it's ever been. But I also think that people are starting to see it as a tactic. Joe, let's keep talking about it on our shows. Let's just keep keep doing what we've always done. Yeah. Bring these points to the forefront, educating the youth, and keep that passion alive for health and wellness through love and compassion. It's trickling now. It's starting to move. Soon you'll see hats and shirts that say health and wellness, love and compassion. And it'll be shaped like an infinity because it's secular. It always, it doesn't stop. If you provide health and wellness, love and compassion is to pursue. If you provide love and compassion, health and wellness is to pursue. So they come back and forth to each other. It's secular. It's infinite. If we help educate people this way, they're going to be able to educate our youth and our children, and we can get away from these poisons and bash those companies away. They have too many rights. They write too many laws and bills. Yet we all go to work to allow them to do that for us because they feed us this garbage we got to learn to stand up from that and feed our farmer and yeah, work we, with our local that's growers. Right. That's right. If it worked in the past, it can work in the present. Our nation was founded on that. Yes. And it's even before that, the tribe. It's a reinvention of trying to take chemicals that were made with byproducts of gasoline and use them 
somehow, hey, we'll make pills and we'll force hospitals and we'll force laws and the AMA, American Medical Association, will control all of that. And then all of our money will be tied up in hospitals, insurance, and the big five. And then here we are, dumb to this. And dying like crazy, sick, dying, dying miserable, vaccines, mentally ill. I love you, Joe. I love the way you're <laughs> such like-minded people. Cannabis, our cannabis corner, our cannabis arena has become the cannabis, you know, everything. It's just, it's something else. We are the voice. Yeah, and I'm you know proud what? I wanted, I wanted to bring it around to something because you're working with the Crohn's foundation and i wanted you to speak on that a little bit because i feel like what you're doing with them is really good work this is showing that it's not just about business industry branding activism it's about really getting down with these organizations that are willing to look at cannabis as an alternate mel um, remedy for these conditions and you've taken crohn's and you've really done a lot of great work with them. And I just want you to talk about that for a minute. Well, thank you so very much. And I, I was going to bring it up. I always do. And, and, and thank you. Um, the Crohn's Charity Service Foundation originally began with trying to provide healthy meals to families who were stricken with Crohn's. It grew so quickly that uh, um, Food uh, of America and other organizations started contributing pallets of food. Grocery stores started delivering pallets of food and rice and diapers and turkeys and ham and mac and cheese. And all of a sudden, we became a warehouse company to, uh, for giving food away to local communities. And then we realized, wait a minute, where's our message? Our message is in the health and wellness of Crohn patients. The products that we're giving away, some were beneficial, some weren't. So yeah. we're worried. Are we a food bank? Yes, we are. But what else are we? We're now in the process of opening a facility, whether it's going to be now in uh, Savannah, Georgia. We're already looking at the property, and we already have a few pieces of property selected in Las Vegas to bring our Crohn's Charity Foundation, Service Foundations, facilities in those two locations, and bringing MRIs to both locations for the poor uh, uh, communities who can't afford to have an MRI, let alone insurance to go get it. So we'll be providing MRIs in those regions where poor and stricken are really in need of these types of sources. And then again, because we're a 501c3, we work with the larger 501c3 organizations in unison. Uh, you know, 501c3s are very uh, uh, transparent. Our mm -hmm. finances are open to all people. You can go look at everything that we spend our money on. There's no salaries. Everything goes right back into the communities. We don't take a nickel. Uh, we're founders of an organization. And it's interesting that we have other organizations and 501c3s out there willing to give us hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars in exchange for helping them with our organization. So it's neat to see how the 501c3 industries work together, especially mm -hmm. you're successful and you're giving back to humanity. Uh, and that's exactly what we're doing. And I want to say thank you to Nooney Jones, uh, to Lena Jones. I want to thank... Everybody at our Crohn's Foundation, uh, Gagan Hunter, I want to thank you as well. Uh, just, just so many people help bring it together. And don't forget that we also give away the Blood, Sweat, and Tears Awards. It's the shape of a, of a tear, a blood drop, and a sweat drop. It looks like all three in one. And it's given to philanthropists within the cannabis arena who given back to make sure that humanity and cannabis uh, are always in the forefront. So it's a blessing to even say Jack Hare, Dan Hare, the Hare Foundation have won the awards. Uh, 
Tommy Chong has won the award, uh, and Cheech Marin, Snoop Dogg, Wiz Khalifa. Uh, I've had a, a number of different people. I myself have won one. Chris Williams has won. Montel Williams. Uh, the list oh, goes on and on. Of some Montel, of the most famous people in the world, quite frankly. Um, yes. I want to make a big announcement here while I have you on the air. On January 15th on Cannabis Corner, Montel Williams will be our special guest for the first time <laughs> ever. Yay! So, yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Yes. So, yes. January 15th, 2024, Montel Williams will be a guest on Cannabis Corner Radio. I'm announcing it now. So you all can mark it on your calendars and get ready. Yeah, I'll be listening and watching. Let Montel yeah. know that Rick Naya sends his love. The old great-grandfather of Hyper Cannabis, always supporting Cannabis Corner Radio. And everybody there in Connecticut, everything that you guys do is a blessing to our arena. Thank you for having me on your show. And just like you always say, always ready. at the end of the year, I'm on the show with Joe. You are. Sharing a, a, a basically a recap of a year. But for me... It's been a whirlwind. Last year, I did uh, 52 different shows and uh, festivals and events last year. I spent six months in Ecuador, and the past two months, I have been in Maine setting up uh, the main event, uh, uh, Annihilated Cannabis, Shamanic Roots, as well as Manifest Cannabis. So the few things that we've done and what we're releasing, I meet and exceed uh, what we're going to be saying. And I, I got a good feeling that the people that are surrounded themselves around me, it's just a blessing. And I can't wait to share that with all of you. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait, Rick. So now what you're saying is you're in, <clears throat> releasing all your, you know, genetics yep. um, to the public, basically. But this will be for dispensaries as well, right? And That's correct. With my licensing and from any state. Ecuador, yeah. See, what happens is with my licensing and patenting in Ecuador, I'm able to bring seeds internationally. That's part of my import and export license. So I'm able to breed them there, patented, bring them to the United States, and either just, you know, license them or sell them to local friends in the community so that people can go, wow, I got to try the Gainesville Green. It's the original. He's got the Crippy. It's the cousin of the Gainesville. And he's got the original Skunk and the original Northern Lights 1, 2, 3, and 5. I got these all i have everything from the origins of the first days all the way through romulan uh gifts from some of the greatest breeders in the world seeds that they no longer have and i have saved seeds like marbles as a kid with baseball cards seeds that no longer exist and the land races that i was able to collect yeah. for 50 years so what hey, you got any alcohol gold the real stuff Absolutely. I've got probably Alpacopa Gold from 1976 through 77. Oh. I've got the origin years. What I have are the years that no one has. You can claim you have it, but do you really? No, you don't because yeah. you're not pre-78. If you're pre-78, yeah. then you're talking. If you're That's not, right. Well, I wish like I 50, had saved them. Yeah, if you're after 1978-79, then you're already mixed up and things are already starting yep. to change a little bit. The dynamics yep. started to change a little. And mm -hmm. God bless me for being chosen as 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 i guess um one of those like all of us are one of the sons of that light that genome yeah. the higgs bosom chose me to, to 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 hold these and harbor them and i don't know why i never gave them up joe but something kept telling me don't 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 Good and i never you, did right? now it's like oh my god why because you're the great grandfather now and now you must do this in a manner that's respected by humanity and cannabis 
Now go protect those genes, protect yep. them from the medical community, make sure that it's in perpetuity to organizations that deserve it through the medicines. There's a lot going on, Joe, in a big way. It's all like, God, thank you for manifesting your will within me and allowing me to unfurl it for the community and do it in a way that we could all like go, wow, that he's doing it the right way, man. Yeah. And that's all I'm asking, these, the time to, to continue this message and continue what was instilled within me as a child and what's been instilled within me from this cannabis arena we all love and share with. So thank you so much, everybody out oh, there. Um, thank just, you, man. You're uh, so inspiring. Both, both you, Joe, I love you. Uh, I just love, I love cannabis. And thank you for recognizing that within me, brother. All right, Rick, we've got about five minutes left. So okay. I wanted you to give out all your info. So all these new growers in Connecticut know where to go if they want and and you know uncle lou's right here if they yeah. want to bring these genetics to connecticut or to their state how yep. do they get in touch with you rick well they can get a hold of rick naya they can go right on google and just go google rick n-a-y-a you'll find anything and everything there is to know about me there but if you really need me go to messenger just hit me up hey rick naya i'm such and such hey right on well i've got key see we got a new company also um yeah, what are the, the names? Give crack. us the names of the companies again. Okay, well, I have Main Event. It's a company in Maine called Main Event. All right, then I have Maine Cannabis Delivery. So we have a legal cannabis and Main Event company for growing, manufacturing, and and delivery. And then we have uh, uh, Manifest Cannabis, which is another one of our divisions because of the manifestations of all of the work that we do. And then we have Annihilated Brands and Shamanic Roots. Chris Shamanic, one of our regional champions, was going through a tough time and. I've known him since he was a kid. And I said, no, buddy, let's go snap out of it. We're going to get you out of that. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue helping the arena and the community. Uh, you can find me uh, on Facebook at Rick Naya. You can find me on um, uh, Instagram on NH Cannabis Freedom Festival. And uh, if you, anybody needs me, Joe, and if anybody really needs me for seeds or anything, uh, we're going to have a, a, a new company we're developing now that's going to be either King Clones or king of clones. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have some of these clones available. They're not gonna be cheap. I want everybody to know they're not your ordinary $25, $50, hundred-dollar clones. These would be some of the rarest cannabis clones in the world, and there will be negotiated licenses so that uh, they they don't get exposed to the community accidentally because there will right. be patented and trademarked. And I want to make sure that the people that work with us understand that what we're doing is to protect humanity and so that we can all enjoy cannabis together without somebody claiming that it was theirs, that we all know exactly what we're consuming. It's... So if anybody wants to reach me, reach out to Rick Naya. You can find me again on Google. If not, you can find me at any of the biggest shows and events of cannabis throughout New England from NECAN, the Harvest Cup, just every cannabis cup that we have and, uh, you can find me there. All right. Great, Rick. Now, I just wanted to um, put something out there to you right now. We are doing NECAN this year in Connecticut in October. I believe it's October 4th, and um, we are working with them. So I'm working with them on the speakers and Kristen. And so we're trying to get, I would like to extend an invitation for you to be there. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I know Mark and everybody there at NECAN. And, uh, you know, I'm one of their lifetime achievement. I'm one of their state, yep. national, regional champions. And anytime and every time they have an event, I just go and I'm a guest host. And I would love to come That's and share some time with you. And not only you, 
but the, but the Connecticut community. So that's I'm right. We want this Rick Nia love in Connecticut for a little. That's while. what I'm going to do next October. I'll <laughs> yeah, be October. at the meat can event uh, with Cannabis Corner and my entire Cannabis Arena friends and family from the Connecticut and Lower New England region. So stay tuned on that, everybody. That's going to be a good time event. NECAN's always got it going on when you want your technical and industry standards to be met. That's the event to go to, for sure. All right. Well, Rick, thanks again. Happy holidays. I just wanted to give everyone else a chance to sign off before the holidays. Do you have any last words? I do. I want everybody to have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday. And one other thing, just please please always remember that through health and wellness, we provide love and compassion. And through love and compassion, we provide health and wellness through cannabis. So have a great holiday, everybody. Until we see you soon, Joe, I love you. Have a great holiday, man. Much love to you, brother. Much love, Rick. Thanks again for coming on. Happy holidays. I love you, my G. All right. Well, guys, that was a great show. I always love having Rick on. Um, I just wanted to wrap it up. This is our year-end show. So, uh, guys, any last word for our fans out there before we end the year? Yes, it's been another beautiful year. We really appreciate everybody staying on, listening, and supporting. It's been um, – we've been doing this a long time now, and as the show continues to evolve and continues to be out there sharing the knowledge – just remember to be kind to one another. Stay happy, stay healthy, and stay hot. Had a baby. Thank you, Lou. Kristen? You know, just to say Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, and it has been a pleasure being the new face and voice for joining y'all. So thank you so much. I'm really enjoying being here as a co-host and looking forward to what we got going on in 2024. All right. Yes, thank you, Kristen. And it has been a great addition to the show. I think our listenership has increased since your addition. So, I love that. <laughs> so much. No, it's fast. Thank you. And we're yeah. looking forward to a great 2024. We got some great things planned. So keep your eye out. Montel Williams, you know, coming on on January. And that's just the beginning. Exactly. So, yeah, 2024 is going to be a great year, no matter what happens out there in the world. Us in the cannabis community will keep it real. Anyway, for me, I just want to say happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate, just make sure you celebrate. Happy New Year, and I want to thank everybody who listens for all your support, and I want to thank you for welcoming me back from my little sabbatical, and it's great to be home. I I love you all. I really do, and I really think the only way we're going to continue and really change the world is through love and through caring about each other and through compassion, and that's my message for 2024. we got to flip the script from hate to love. That's the bottom line, people. I will see you next year. You can follow Kristen at classic underscore Kristen on Instagram. You can follow Uncle Lou at Farmer Lou. And I am at Joe the Weed Guy on all social media, at Greenhaven Media, at Cannabis Corner Radio. We love you. Say goodbye, Kristen. Goodbye, everybody. Have a great day. We'll see you next year. And I'll be posting those uh, interviews that I did during the week. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to Connecticut. Thank you to Canna Warriors. Shout out to CAPM. Jason Ortiz in the last Prisoner Project. We love you all. Thank you for the cannabis community. Duncan at Better Ways. Mike at Sweet. 
Everybody who's been on the show, everybody's contributing. We love you all. We will see you next year. My room is still messed up. And I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. I was going to go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. I could have cheated and I could have passed. But I got high. I'm taking it next semester. And I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high.